Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Lauren Brazone. I first came in contact with her when my husband showed me an article that was written about her in the Epic Times. Then I found Instagram stories that her coach was posting about her and her amazing athletic abilities on Instagram. And I thought, this gal is 76 years old and she is keeping it real. I was impressed with her balance skills. I was impressed with her overall fitness and was like, what does it take to do these amazing things she's doing on Instagram? So we reached out to Lauren and we were lucky enough to get her to say yes to come on for an interview. Lauren is a retired lawyer, but she's still working a little bit on the side. And she'll tell you in the podcast some of her fun hobbies that she has going on. She's a fascinating lady and I was just honored to be able to just have her tell us all about her story, what keeps her going, and her words of wisdom for anyone that is looking into getting into fitness, returning to fitness, or just thinking about what it takes to stay fit at 76. All right, let's introduce you to Lauren Brazone. Hey, Health Junkies, I have Lauren Brazone on, and we are going to be talking about health, staying healthy, staying fit, and just having fun as we get older. So Lauren, welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Thank you. Enjoying being here. Well, my goodness, we've already had such great chats so far talking about some of the things that you've come to realize over the years. And one of the the things that I always love to start my podcast out with is getting a little background history, because if anyone's seen you on Instagram with your coach, Wesley James, they're probably thinking like, whoa, she can balance on dumbbells and do all kinds of wild stuff. They must, they, they probably are going to ask me like, all right, well, has Lauren been fit her whole life? Did she come out of the womb doing yoga and balancing? Tell us a little bit of your history with fitness and and how things were for you growing up in terms of activities and things of that nature. Okay. Well, no, I was not your basic athlete. (laughs) I was the kid that got chosen last when there was, you know, teams on baseball or dodgeball. I could not catch a ball to save my life. (laughs) Um, I was small. So I was generally the slowest kid on the block. Um, I was just not what you'd call an athlete. Um, I did do some dance. Oh, little girls do dance. That's kind of fun. Um, But, you know, can't say I really kept it up. Um, Around. So there were whole chunks in my life where athlete was not what was on the back of my t-shirt. It was more like I'm trying to avoid the gym. Um, (laughs) I guess in my late 50s, maybe Uh 55 or so, I did start going to the gym. And most gyms have, and I don't mean this negatively, but the classes for ladies where, you know, you're not heaving around much more than 10 pounds. Yep. That's one. That's great. It's nice to be in a group. So I started to get into it a little that way. 
but again, not athlete level, more like, hey, you know, it's fun. We get together, we do a little exercise, we go out for coffee, all good. So that happened. Then one of the girls in class, we all loved our teacher, but then she had an argument with the gym and she left. So a whole bunch of us were trying to figure out what to do. One of the girls said, hey, there's this thing called CrossFit. Hmm. Um, Try that. So I did. Now, CrossFit is like, I'd say, the next level up. I mean, the nice thing about CrossFit is they do what they call scaled. So I'll walk in. I'm working with a 15-pound dumbbell. The guys are working with 45. Well, good. This is good. This is the right way exercise. So I did that for a little bit. And then... Um, I could not do pull-ups to save my life. Uh, still can't. I'm getting better. Nice. No problem. Um, and one of the trainers who rented space at the gym saw me, and I must have been saying something like, please, God, I just found one pull-up. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's so much to ask. So he said, well, why don't you start working out with me while I'm doing a class. I'll give you exercises. And it helped. It really did help. And then that was Wesley James. And then I started working out with Wes and he started giving me the odd stuff <laughs> like um, the atomic sit-ups, which is when you have a big plate and you, you're you on the floor, it's behind you. And then you literally take it over your head and you get into a standing. And no, I didn't do that the first time. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I had trouble getting the plate over my head the first time. (laughs) It's a while. It takes practice. But it kind of feels really good the first time you get it. Absolutely. Yes, yay I got it. So that's what, and Wes is not a machine person necessarily. He's more a body weight and balance stuff. So he started working with me and we did start doing some odd things. I mean, you know, let's get your feet on one bow, Sue, your hands on the other, and let's see if you can do a push-up. Answer the first time, nope. I had trouble (laughs) getting my feet on the bow, Sue. but you work on it a little bit, your balance gets a little better, your strength gets a little better, and eventually you get a push-up. Is it the greatest push-up in the world? No. But it was better than it was. I mean, we were talking before and I was saying the thing about exercise, especially at our age, is just do it consistently. And if you want to improve, I mean, I'm all for, if walking around the block is your thing, that's good. Yeah. Better than sitting. And if you're saying, hey, I'd like to see how far I can get, have a little fun with this, then push yourself just a little bit. I mean, that thing where I'm on four dumbbells and I'm doing a push-up, I must have fallen off that thing about a hundred times. (laughs) Um, And I... 
still will fall off occasion. Everybody says, oh, are you afraid of falling off? Not really. I have had plenty of practice. Thank you. <laughs> and it's only six inches. It's not really a big deal. I mean, that I will say, like a lot of folks say, um, I was doing something on a rig and oh. I had a band and somebody said, well, you know, what if you fall? It's like, well, I'll stick my foot out and I'll put it on the ground and yeah. it's only a foot away. All the stuff that Wesley has duped me doing, there's an exit strategy. There's a, what if you fall? Answer, you put your knees down and there you are, you know, <laughs> or you stick your leg out and there you are. Um, none of this stuff, it may look impressive, but that stuff is really dangerous. I mean, the worst that comes that happens, especially when you're doing a push-up, you put your knees down. You're now on the floor. Okay, moving on right along. Let me try it again. So, um, nope, not your basic athlete. Just <laughs> somebody who keeps trying to choose stuff, if that makes any sense at all. Absolutely. No, I love it. I love it because it gives you something to look forward to, a challenge, you know, and a lot of this stuff, thinking about the exit strategy and the fall plans, I think a lot of people look at it as negative going like, oh my gosh, what if you fall? Well, think about how that translates into real life in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I know the stuff that Wes does with me is great on my balance. Because yeah. every once in a while something weird will happen and I'll just say yeah whatever you know the thing snaps and all of a sudden I'm like this and he's saying yes you got your balance good girl so all good it's it's huge because of course you know we start thinking as we get older you know if I fall what happens we know data on hip fractures and women in particular it's it's not great for outcomes so having a coach that understands balance and is it's kind of challenging you at the same time it's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Now, of course, I'm curious. Have you had any of your friends join up with you? So any of the folks that were at the gym with you when you moved over to working with Wesley, did you get anybody else to come along? And is anybody else still hanging out and, and working out? You know, no, they all kind of split split up. Um, but it was more geographic problem than anything else. A lot of the women that I was were working with um, either moved away or moved to a different part of Connecticut. I mean, I will say, you know, sort of footnote on if you're choosing a gym, choose one that's close. You yes. don't need the extra problem, you know, and if it's going to take you 40 minutes to get to the gym, you're not going to go. You want the gym that's 15 minutes away if you manage it. You know, uh, that's a great point. That's a great point because a lot of people will find like the trendy gym, right? Or the flashy gym or the one with the best discount. But like you said, the one that's the most convenient is going to be the one that you're going to be able to consistently go to. Yeah. And and again, that's the real trick of this thing. Pick something and do it consistently. Um, I will say, and this, somebody told me maybe a year ago, I wish I'd known it earlier. Get yourself a notebook and start writing down what you're doing. And then, you know, about a year later, you go look and say, hey, you know, I'm getting better. I'm still not Olympic caliber, but 
getting better. That's good. So that is a, a worthwhile thing to do. Get yourself a little notebook from Target. It's cheap <laughs> as possible. That's awesome. What are you charting? What do you chart? Do you chart your workouts? Do you chart, I did, you know, different things you've done. How do you track? Um, terribly inconsistently, but um, right now I'm working on um, some strength moves. So I'll track like today. I did, I've been working on my bench press because it was terrible. Oh, just wasn't getting down far enough. So I'll put something like bench press, 55 pounds, 25 reps. It, it's not, um, let me put it this way. I don't think any scientific group would want my notebook. It's just not enough data. Um, but I can look back and say, oh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I was jumping on 18-inch box, and today I got a 20-inch box. Okay, there was 18 months in between. <laughs> I'm not saying it was fast. But okay, I'm moving forward. I love um, you know, it never hurts. It really never. Hey, and how much can a notebook cost you? We're trying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely free. And you know, when it's your own data, it's it's. I think you can tweak it to what you like to to look at and what you want to see. And you know, I think you mentioned something really important. 18 months to do something. I think a lot of folks are stuck in this. We need to do things really fast because we're keeping up with someone else. Have you found that sometimes it's tempting for your mind to want to kind of go faster or try to mimic someone else in the gym or someone else? All the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually like 30 years older than anybody else in my class. And, you know, some of like, I look at some ladies and there's this one lady who could, um, I think she was cleaning 60. And I'm saying, oh, wouldn't I? I would love to do that. But that's okay. Because when you listen to yourself doing that, you say, fine, I'm where I am, which is more like 35 or 45. <laughs> Boy, that 60 sounds good. Well, maybe I'll try adding two and a half pounds and seeing if I can do that. And it's a goal, a very long-term goal. But, you know, again, I am all for people who, if they find their groove and stick to it and they're still moving, go for it. However, most of us get a little bored. Yeah. It's, it's to have a little bit of a goal. And it's nice to look back in your notebook and say, getting better. Maybe the speed of the glacier in, you know, Antarctica, <laughs> getting better. Hey, one step at a time. I think it's it's fun because we were talking before we, we hit record, Lauren, that you were saying like, okay, I've got all these short-term goals. And, and then there's the long-term goal. And I think this is a great place to start talking about the long-term goals, which I have to agree. I have the same long-term goals as you. I don't want to end up in a nursing home. I don't want to end up with anyone taking care of me. So share, share with us some of your long-term goals, because I think a lot of folks might resonate in this case. My long, and I will, I've been telling people this for like a long time. My long-term goal is I want to get to the bathroom by myself when I'm 90. That's my long-term goal. Now, I got a lot of short-term goals that will probably get me there. 
but that's what I want. Maybe your long-term goal is, or maybe your short-term goal is, I want to get out of a chair without needing help. Okay, good goal. I want to pick something up off the floor and not worry about falling. Really great goal. Now, back off it and say, all right, so what do I need to do to get there? And then back off that a little bit. So give yourself a lot of small little goals. Are you going to get to your final goal? I don't know. But you'll be better than if you weren't. Absolutely. That's got to be good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever had any injuries along the way, Lauren, with anything? Or? I've, I've been, people ask me that. And yeah. Especially since they hear I do CrossFit and they say, oh, you're breaking things all the time. It's like, no. I did overuse my knee maybe about two years ago. That was absolutely my fault. I'll tell you this story because it's don't do this. (laughs) I was trying to get a little bit better running. Never going to do a marathon, get a little bit better running. It was going really good. One week I did 200 meters three times. Next week, I did 400 meters three times. Then a class in CrossFit, the, you know, the thing, as I say, they scale it. The high thing was run a mile, and it was run the mile twice. Now, but things were going good. So I said, I can do this. And it was like, no, oh, God, it was, I didn't really, it was an overuse injury. So my knee was sore, but not something I broke or yeah. did things or something. Um, apologize for this, but there is a guy on YouTube called, let me get this right, Knee Over Toe Guy. Oh, Great exercises for people with knee problems. Did a couple of his exercises. Another one. That one took me about six months, but now I'm fine. Nice. Of course, still doing his exercises at this point. It's like a religion, you know. But so, yeah, have I hurt myself? Yes, mostly from stupidity. As I said, I should have known not to go from 400 meters to two miles. Duh. <laughs> um, but it happens. Oh, um, it does. You know, and you say expletive deleted, expletive deleted. Now, what am I going to do to strengthen whatever it was that I worked out on? I mean, I will say, if you've decided you like the weight kind of thing, you really, um, I'm not going to say get a coach, but at least go to a gym where they'll show you the right ways to do it because you can whack yourself up if you're picking something up wrong that, or go too heavy don't go heavy <laughs> go lighter than you think for the first four months <laughs> if you feel good fine pick up something heavier but don't <laughs> mention yourself you this is a this is not a sprint this is a marathon it's not even a marathon it's more like a Trek to Bhutan. <laughs> We're in it for the long term. And I think that's something important to think about because, of course, our egos get in the way. 
I, I did CrossFit for many years. And of course I was like, oh, well, RX is this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Way, you know, you learn the hard way. And for those of you who are not, you know, inclined to do CrossFit or whatnot, it's, it's okay. I don't think, I don't think we need to even think about that. I think just lifting weights, like you said, you know, just not, you know, thinking to yourself, it's, it's a, it's a journey. We're not trying to win the marathon right away and out of the gates. It's, that's where people do get injured. And it was one thing I noticed that you had mentioned, like use common sense, you know, when it comes to fitness, just in general too. Yeah. I mean, we're slow, but steady. It's really a good idea. <laughs> now, Lauren, have you, have you had any friends of yours that you've, you've got to work out with you that you have as workout buddies, or have you created kind of your own social group within the gym? Um, a little bit of both. Cause within the gym, I have people that, you know, I know, and you say hello to, and you chit chat a little bit and you get the warm feeling that I'm part of a group. So I have that. I have a couple of folks that I do work out with. Um, but, you know, it depends on their schedule and my schedule. And that's good. But that's on top of you have to be consistent. I am consistent going in the morning. I am consistent working out with Wes. If one of my friends calls me and says, hey, you want to go for you know, a three mile hike, or you want to go to the gym and work out a little bit, and then we'll go for coffee. Coffee is important. God bless caffeine. I'll say yes, but it's kind of, there's my baseline. And then as things come up, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do, where do you like to hike? What's, what's your favorite spots for hiking? I'd love to hear about this. My girlfriend and I, we just walk around Stanford. Really? Stanford. It's pretty hilly, surprisingly. I didn't realize that when I was driving it. When you're walking it, you notice the hill is much more. So it's pretty hilly. It's pleasant. Uh, we're never that far from home. So, you know, one of us said, oh, I've had it. We can either walk home easily or we'll get a lift. I mean, you know, that's that's what it's there for. My Again, Normally we walk for an hour or an hour and a half and we go get coffee. And of course we're talking the whole time. So, you know, the whole concept with the blue zones, you folks have been talking about it over and over, like socialization, meeting up coffee. Like you said, you have to, you have to have the coffee, God bless <laughs> caffeine. You know, I do find that the more you find your group, you can socialize, you can get your coffee. You, you just, you deepen the relationships. And, and with that, being said, of course, I'm going to be like, okay, where do you go for coffee? Um, everybody's going to want to know now. Um, what's your favorite coffee drink? How about that? Um, probably latte. I kind of try to keep away from the sugar stuff. Um, just on general principles, but uh, a good latte is good. Uh, I will drink espresso. I'll drink regular coffee. I'll drink lattes. I'll drink cappuccino. But if I've been walking and I'm kind of justify the calories and I know you cannot out exercise a bit of diet, but you can tell yourself you can for the extent of a latte. So I do that. 
I love it. I love it. What else about your diet? Just, you know, I think people are probably curious, like Lauren, what's, what's typical for you for like a, a regular day? What kind of foods do you gravitate towards? Like what, if you had three foods you could take to a, an island, what would you take? I know I'm asking lots of questions, but I'm thinking folks are probably interested. Like, what does she eat? What does she do to fuel herself? Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's go back just a little bit. Sure. Um, in the middle of COVID, I had a, some blood work done. Just, you know, the, okay, here we are. Let's do the blood work once a year. And my cholesterol had gone up. So um, my doctor said, eh, it's, it's like not good. It was 242 or something, which is not good. Um, and she said it was much lower. Um, you know, whatever you're doing, stop it. Um, so when I tell you what I eat in back of this is the really try to avoid super processed foods because I am kind of convinced I know the science they're they're back and forth. I think it's the trans fats that are the worst. Uh, there's a there's some controversy about that whether you have to throw away all cholesterol or I tried to do both. So I'm going to tell you what I eat, but that's in the back of my mind. Incidentally, my cholesterol is 180 something right now. So I'm good. Nice. It works. Nice. Um, I eat a lot of chicken. I happen to like it. You know, I think that's one of the tricks in your diet. Like I will eat salmon every once in a while. Not my favorite but it's good for me. So I'll eat a little bit, but mostly chicken. What do I take on the, de to the desert aisle? A whole bunch of chickens. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and then like a lot of fruit. I try to, you know, switch it up. Um, during the winter, it's like oranges and apples and bananas and frozen, whatever, like, Frozen mangoes are good. Frozen blueberries are good. Yum. You crunch them and you pretend it's ice cream. It's good. You know. Yeah, there's a little bit of pretense going on. Hey, whatever. <laughs> and I um I tend to my vegetables tend to be either like salads, like spinach salads, or um I'll get one of those mixed bags of vegetables from Costco nice. and I'll roast them. And then I put them in little baggies and freeze them. And boy, does that make a fast dinner because you just pull it out and microwave it. And I throw some soy sauce on it because I kind of like it, but probably. So now, does that mean I don't eat ice cream? Does that mean I don't eat cake? Oh, heck no. But I have come to realization you know once every two weeks is kind of good you know thanksgiving i went crazy hey but from now till christmas i'll be not eating cake not eating ice cream not eating cookies um popcorn is really good oh that's one of my favorites not, how do you like it yeah not the stuff in the boxes the one where you buy a big container and you look at the um, 
contents and it says popcorn. Stop. <laughs> End of sentence. And you you air pop it in yeah. your microwave. And it, it's fun. It's, you know, mentally you think of it as a treat. You, it gets around the, I want to chew something, even though I'm not hungry. So okay. popcorn is a nice little, um, let's fool myself kind of thing. And it's very also, if you do it that way, no trans fats, no cholesterol, and you would be surprised how much popcorn there is in a hundred calories. It's like, it's a lot of popcorn. So, but you got to get the one, whatever the container says, the only ingredient is corn or popcorn or whatever. Makes sense. No, that's great advice. Great advice. Cause yeah, I'm not really sure what's in microwave bagged popcorn these days. Um, stuff. <laughs> stuff I can't pronounce. Yeah, that's it's much safer. Corn, I can pronounce. Yeah. If you, there's an old saying, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be eating it. Yeah, I, I have to say that's one of the ones I live by for sure. If I if I can't pronounce it, I don't know what it is. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and say, eh, no, there's not never, not never. Yeah, but you know, um, not once a week probably. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. Sounds like moderation is is yeah. key here. Yeah, and um, it makes the whole thing much easier because it's not, oh, I will never eat ice cream again. It's like, okay, <laughs> I know what I'm having for Christmas already. And it involves vanilla ice cream and chocolate fudge. Ooh, you know? yum. That's three weeks away. We're all good. You can you can look forward to it. I mean, I think there's something to be said about looking forward to and really enjoying every bite of of something you like or whatever it may be, favorite holiday treat or something of that nature. I agree. Yes. Um, the uh, yeah, there's a reason when we give presents, we wrap them. There's mm -hmm. that, that moment of, oh, 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 something fun is coming. Something fun's coming. It's not quite here, but it's coming and I'm enjoying this. I sound like a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. So I'm laughing because I'm like, yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. So. I, I kind of did a little homework on you, of course, and saw that you are a retired lawyer. And, and of course, in my mind, I'm going, okay, you go from a, a world of busy, busy, you know, keeping up with things. And now, you know, you're retired. You've got the gym. You've got your social events where you're, you're meeting up for coffee and you're hiking around Stanford. My next question is, what other hobbies do you have? What are you doing? What else are you doing during the day? What kind of things do you have also on your plate right now? Okay, well, um, UConn, Stanford, is like three blocks away from me. And they have this great, and I'm going to re regret this because now everybody's going to be doing it, but there's a senior audit program that is incredible. Nice. Yeah, I think you have to be over 65. Don't, it's, it's, you do definitely have to be a senior, but for 15 bucks, you can go to a class and listen to the lectures. You have to buy the book. So it would 
the total is a bit more than 15, but actually I think it's up to three classes for 15. Wow. I know it's, it's, it's like now, and for me, that's perfect because it gives a little structure to my days. I mean, I'm taking, I'm trying to learn French. Language is not my forte. My forte is math. Um, Trying to learn French. Trying is the operative word. (laughs) But um, a couple of times a week, uh, I'll walk over there and I'll take my French class and then I'll bring it home and I'll do my homework. And it's kind of fun. I mean, I've taken other classes. I took an economics class, um, took several math classes. As a matter of fact, I taught uh, semesters. Um, but they decided they prefer full-time to part-time. So a whole bunch of our part-time folks didn't get the call back. So it's like, darn. Um, but so I'm going to class and enjoying it. Um, I kind of have my class picked out for next semester. I'm thinking of physics with calculus. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I know. One semester I did multivariable calculus and I kind of walked in and I said, hi, I want to audit. And the expression on the teacher's face was like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Physics with calculus. When I took that, that was probably one of the hardest classes that I took in school. That's why I kind of want to go back to it. I know it's going to stretch me a little bit. Um, I will say it's, it's a little tricky going back when you're in college, one, you got to be there. And secondly, there's kind of an end game. Yep. yep. I'm taking this and I need good grades so that I don't have to be a Walmart reader all my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's not there anymore. So it's a little bit of a different mindset but mm-hmm. it's still fun and i mean just because i'm taking weird classes the more traditional audit classes american history uh, civics uh transcendental poetry i don't know wow they're fun you know you take them because you know nothing about them maybe or you took it but it's been forever and you really enjoyed it when you took it um so yeah, that's I guess that would be my kind of hobby. Love it. I I'm like, oh, I want to be 65 so I can do that. I want to take classes. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. So I'm thinking even now for my dad since he loves history. I'm like, oh, I wonder if if in Illinois we've got something by him that he could do. I'm gonna have to look this up. And now, especially because during the COVID epidemic, a lot of schools were forced to go online. And a lot of them said, hey, this is a good deal. So, I mean, there are a lot of online classes now um, that are available. And the senior audit things tend to be a little bit more affordable. Yeah. Uh, I will say I prefer taking the walk. And, you know, it's me and a whole bunch of kids and the kids say we don't know who this crazy lady is but she seems harmless and keeps giving us lifesavers so I guess it's okay um and it's just kind of fun 
Oh, wow. No, it's, I, I love that idea. I'm, I've got a million things rushing through my head now. How am I going to figure this out for my dad? My dad's 87 and he just loves to learn. So I'm thinking, wow, I didn't even think about this. So I think a lot of folks, Lauren, might be like, this is cool. Now, um, yes, you might have some more folks in your classes now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you could get a discount from UConn for the promotion. <laughs> we'll have to see if we can we can talk to them, get you some discounts. So I think so. I think so. So Lauren, what's it? We we've got the French. You're gonna learn French. We're working on a pull-up and we've got we're we're also working on possibly some calculus here, you know, with the physics. What's next for you? What other what are some of your other short-term goals? Just so folks can kind of hear a little bit more about you and your life and and maybe inspire a couple more folks to to think about some fun things they can incorporate. Good question. Um and I'm lucky enough to be able to afford semi-exotic vacations that involve airfare. Mm -hmm. So um, in the back of my mind, I and this year I haven't planned anything, but probably next year I want to see if I could get to India just because I think that would be something. Um, so I like to travel. I don't do it an awful lot. It's like once a year. And I'm happy. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, my days kind of get filled up. You know how it goes? Oh, um, I, I forgot to, I do some consulting. Um, ah. So that's interesting. I'm, I'm basically working with a corporation on its mobile apps and the ah. legal out of it so I do that that that's not a lot that's as they need me and so it's a little erratic that's kind of fun to do yeah well if you're looking for more more consulting we'll make sure we we plug that for you on here because your background your background is is the um oh boy now my brain just went on it but it, it's tell tell us because my property yes health. yeah yes so yes. yeah a lot of my work is the license that you need um there's a lot of change in the law now about the privacy regulations, what, what you can do with data, what you have to tell people about. And um, mobile apps are a little scary. I mean, they're in people's hands and are going everywhere. And you just want to be careful about how you put them out there and what you tell people about what you're doing. So, yeah, I do that. Um, nice. Well, it's I mean, it's it's up to date stuff, which, you know, huge, huge for a lot of people right now in the digital space and, and trying and since every, anyone and everyone can create an app now. That's a whole nother um, <laughs> thing that's quite interesting. And you you really. And oh, and then the whole way I think that we'll put that aside. Yeah. People are still figuring that one out. Um, but yeah. Anyone and anyone can create an app, but you do have to be a little careful. Um, generally, if you publish them on reputable sites like Apple or Google, they kind of look over your shoulder and they will say something if you're doing something a little bit dumb. Um, but there are other ways you can publish apps and, and that's the wild, wild west. And you can get yourself into a knot. So you know, you want to think about it. It's not just, hey, let's 
whatever. It's like, no, there's laws, there's privacy issues, be careful, kind of thing. No, it's it's important to think about these things. And and definitely I know that some folks who listen to my podcast are are fitness trainers, coaches, things of that nature. And yeah, we're marketed to all the time for these different companies that have these blank, you know, templates basically for apps. Mm. And, yeah. yeah. Which is is fine, just you gotta be careful because especially with fitness, I mean depends what kind of data you're taking from the people and in one sense, I suppose as a trainer, you want a lot of that data so you can see how they're doing and all that kind of stuff. But you are running right into HIPAA and all kinds of regulations. So you, you should be careful. Absolutely. That's a, it's an interesting point um, for a lot of folks to be thinking about too, who are on the other side, the consumer side of these these data collecting fitness apps and things of that nature does does your coach have you using any app or is that your notebook you've got your solid notebook. notebook. it's my notebook and it's really hard to hack let me tell you i i've got to agree with you my coach always gets on me for why i don't enter stuff into his app and i said well why i've used the notebook for so many years i'm just gonna keep doing that because only i know what i have that's right Oh my goodness. I can scribble all over and make little lines connecting things. And that's pretty hard in most steps. Yes, that is so true. My doodles are very cute too. So, (laughs) so, so see. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. There's still some things we cannot replace with AI. I think that's, that's what I'll say on (laughs) that side of things. So Lauren, my goodness, we've covered so many different things. I, I hope that folks have gotten a really good sense of you and also understanding like what it's like to really stay fit for life and and look at the the end game with all of the short little um tidbits in the meantime so tell us we can follow you and check your progress with mr it's it's mr wesley cpt or something i was trying to think of his ig Um, it's mr james there it is there we go mr james cpt on ig and do you have anywhere, of course, because if you do want some more consulting, I'm always I'm always happy to drop a plug if you have your website or anything for you, if you do need any more, if you're busier. It's <laughs> great, time, but the only thing, if you're going to drop a plug, it's get out there and exercise, folks. You're going to feel so much better. <laughs> yes. I mean, see, that's the nice thing about, I I'm, do not do social media. I just don't. I'm on it enough. Thank you very much. You can watch me do it. Um, but uh, the really nice thing from my sense is a lot of times I'll be reading some of the comments and it's like, you know, I saw her do X and then I went back to the gym and I'm like, yes, thank you. You know, I'm feeling really good about this. Thank you so much. So that I mean, and that's you know that's why we wanted to bring you on the podcast too, because I think it's it's so important for that inspiration that you're giving, and I love watching what Wesley's got you doing. If you could, you know, speak to anyone who who right now is like, Lauren, I see what you're doing. I know now from the podcast that you've worked up to that, but I'm still trying to figure out, is it for me? Should I consider getting into the gym? I've moved a little bit throughout my life. I would just love you to speak some of your words of wisdom to folks just as some inspiration. Um, 
any kind of exercise is good. If you don't like the gym, that's fine. But one thing I will tell folks my age, because a lot of them say, I don't want to go into the gym because there's all these young Turks running around. And yeah, but go between 1.30 and 4.30. A lot of us folks with white hair running around. You will make friends and influence people. So try it. You know, if it doesn't work, try something else. There's no one right answer. It's what you like and what works with your body. But try it. What have you got to lose? Most insurance give you free gym memberships to your basic gym. Try it for a month. You don't like it? Fine. You tried it. Put that in your notebook. I tried X and I hated it. And the next line should be, so I think I'll try Y or Z or whatever. Try some. Worse comes to worse. You might meet the love of your life. <laughs> you never know. It's true. It's true. I've seen a lot of gym relationships start up. And especially like you said, that 1 to 4 p.m. time frame. That is my, I love that time frame in the gym. It's quieter. (laughs) A lot of the older people are there. We're a little bit more relaxed about the whole thing. It's like, yeah, you want to use that piece of equipment. Go ahead. I'll catch my breath. Thank you. Appreciate the break. Yes. Yes. It's a good time to rotate folks in. Oh my goodness. No, it, ah, uh, so many good nuggets here, Lauren. I appreciate it. I just appreciate coming on and, and taking the time to chat with me because it's just such an important topic for me to, to inspire folks to keep moving however they fe- feel called to move. And we all thank you for doing that because everybody needs a little bit of a push. Hey, fellow health junkie. Thanks for listening to the health fix podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, Please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.